0: Hey, what's going on versus community? It's your boy, Sel, along with both my co-hosts.
1: Good afternoon. It's Vernon Lee.
0: And?
2: Good day. Tis I, Dawson, another one.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) uh, since the last podcast, we're doing part two for pre-Gen Con. uh, We didn't have just one spoiler, but we actually got two spoilers so um uh, let's get into the special the special location that we had left and the special plot twist that we had left. So on June 27th, the upper deck blog gave us the last special location for Earth. So obviously we had Wakanda for yellow, Milano for space, Titan for green, danger room for red, San Francisco for blue, and now we finally have um, Alcatraz for quote-unquote humanity or Earth as it is popularly known. So Alcatraz says, it's a prison. During your main phase, but not during combat, your main character may pay a humanity. If it does, turn this location face down. Then move a face-up enemy supporting character to your side and hide it. When it turns face up, move it back. So now, ideally, obviously, the thought is that you're moving people out of your way, locking them down to be able to strike somebody in case they're blocking for you. So, Vern, thoughts on uh, Alcatraz?
1: Um, I, I think it's a good card. You know, it, it, it allows certain teams or certain MCs that don't necessarily have access to uh, stealth or uh, a way to get to the back row. Uh, it It's expensive, though, like all of these uh, types of generic uh, locations. But there are a few MCs that I think would really, really like to have this card. Maybe one or two of them in it just to take advantage of a few mechanics. But I, I think it's, a, it's just a decent card with a decent effect.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Dawson?
1: Uh, I like the
2: card. It's anytime you can get board control or remove or, or ruin somebody's formation it all it, it's a good thing you know a, the rock as alcatraz is known as it it allows for easier uh attacks
0: yeah cuz i think um even in this format children the of format we are still going to see jj still going to see miss america you know, multi-health tough people in the front, blocking, being in the way, you know, per usual. I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. So actually moving them out of the way and not wasting any attacks could definitely be beneficial. So moving on to our last humanity plot twist, because we had global global information, network for yellow, Nova Corps for space, Mike makes right. For green, latent mutation for blue, a great teacher for red, and now humanity has mob mentality. Mob mentality is a plot twist that says main, your main character may pay a humanity. If it does, team attackers on your side get plus three attack, zero defense, and can't be stunned during this during combat this turn. So thoughts on uh, mob mentality, Vern?
1: Now this card is uh this one is dangerous uh we've been talking about uh how the last couple of sets has been opening up uh the opportunities to build like swarm decks or short power decks a little bit more yeah and this card right here is powerful you you're basically adding uh six attack to the to the uh to the minimum amount of team attackers. And on top of that, they can't be struck. So, it's almost like a, it's almost like a sacred ground uh, for team attackers, but actually has the potential to be even more than that, depending on how many people are attacking or how far off the curve you're able to swing uh, with with this plus three attack to, you know, it's, it's, it's a plus three attack uh, universal swing. So, it's a great card. I mean, it's a little bit expensive, but for what you're getting for it and for the decks you'll probably be using it for, I mean, it's, uh, I expect to see it.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Dawson, your thoughts?
2: Um, the, the deck or MC that right off the top jumps out to me, who's going to probably be running all four of these, is Isabelle because her level up needs her to team attack or needs team attackers. And she runs earth. So this was just like, Hey, we'll just give her her own plot twist. Here you go.
0: That's a good point. Because when she team attacks, now she doesn't have to worry about um, losing any people. Exactly. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I forgot about Isabel. Yeah. So um, me personally, I think anything with space and earth on it is just too expensive overall because enough people don't have access to those locations and enough characters don't use those locations in order to warrant Alcatraz and mob mentality. I get it. We needed to complete the the six location set. But you really going to have to they're really going to have to step up the game as far as diversity in locations. I do like that we have six locations, but only four on the Wilds. So now that makes it tougher for you to be able to do certain things. Okay, cool. That's fine. However, if you're going to make these type of plot twists and locations, we we need some type of facility for it. We don't have a lot of characters that use, use Earth and Space. We don't have a lot of MCs that do either. So, yeah, these are cool cards, but how often are we going to actually get these things... Uh, out into play. So that's that's my main concern.
1: Well, you know, you know I, I I think that uh that's a good thing actually. I don't want that there, there are so many powerful cars now. I don't want every MC to be able to use every card or every powerful card to be easily thrown into every day. I, I like that it, you have to be selective uh, and these powerful cards, as as good as they are, they are expensive. So you have to really think about how you're going to fit them into whatever deck you're using them in. So, like, you know, Dawson just named somebody that we all can agree it will be good for. She has Earth in her in her, her wilds, and she uses Earth, so it would be a good idea to use that in her deck. You know, for her, it's a great card. You know, for right. Thor, it it might not be a great car. So, you know, as long as it works for you know the MCs that it works for, I'm good with that. Then on top of that, you got to look at it like, you know, maybe some MCs need a car like this. You know, and maybe I'll encourage other people to start to expand their horizons a little bit and and look at other MCs that weren't really being used and say, now, hey, maybe I can use this MC now. Maybe this is a viable MC.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because one of the things we mentioned on a previous podcast is getting MCs that only have one superpower opens you up as far as what locations you want to add. So now you got characters like Juggernaut that might be able to use this. Characters like um, uh, Cyclops because he only uses one one superpower at a time. You know, things like that. So you got you got characters that can sit back and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it, because now I can fill the gap in with this um, with just one superpower. I can fill the gap in with a uh, another location or another plot twist and another color in- entirely. So it'll be interesting to see as we get more MCs, how many of them will only have one superpower in order to facilitate the usage of these special locations and these special plot twists. You know, it, it'll definitely be interesting to see how that goes. So, um, now let's move on to our next spoiler. Here comes the Hammer. This is on June 20, 28th, very next day. We got a whole new set of uh, spoilers. So, this is for specifically for the Hammer set. And let's start off by talking about Ghost. Ghost is a Hammer Affiliation 2 2 cost range 3-3 three, three with 1 health. Ghost says intangible. Ghost can't strike or be struck in melee combat and invisible. Ghost doesn't protect characters and can attack protected characters. I think Ghost is kind of awesome personally but uh, Dawson what's your thoughts on Ghost?
2: Um, I'm still a little bit confused by both his abilities but you know, I, I'll defer to you guys and actually when I actually get my hands on the card to, to play with it to see what uh, can be possible with him.
0: Well Intangible is definitely protecting him from people like Rogue who want to be um, uh, melee attacking all the time. Right. Now on the flip side now that it says ghost can't strike or be struck in melee combat, um he might actually be an easy target for Rogue because Rogue well, can he... melee attack him and she knows she won't get struck back by him. But she can always boost her stats to get an easy level up and not have to worry about um taking a wound.
2: And he can't and he's not protecting, so he's
0: just there. Right. Right, <laughs> even if he's in the front. Yeah. So uh Vern, your thoughts on uh, Ghost?
1: Uh it's a unique card. Uh that's for sure. Uh so uh what's the name of the first ability
0: again, intangible? Intangible. Ghost can't strike or be struck in melee combat.
1: All right, so that means that uh basically he's you put him in a back row. <laughs> so
0: right, right. so he has
1: range. Yeah, and and then- His his, his, uh, invisible ability, what does that say then exactly?
0: Ghost doesn't protect characters and can attack protected characters.
1: Okay, so basically what you have is ranged stealth. I'll take that.
0: I will definitely take that.
1: And he's 3-3 and it's going to take a ranged attacker to take him out. So people like uh, you know, primeval hunter won't be able to sneak back there and get them. Uh, Trance won't be able to get on. Most, I mean, none of the stuff people really can get to them. So I think that's pretty awesome as well. And uh, there are things you can do if you can boost them. You can set them in a road and going to be able to deal with them easily. Yeah. So. Yeah, Boost them up. It's a you know. I was just thinking like let's let's say you are going up against like a juggernaut or something like that. You know, you put them in the back, and you know, first of all, juggernaut, juggernaut can't you know do anything against ranged attacks. So you know, you can boost ghost up. We just that juggernaut every time.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so I mean it. The, the potential for him is good. You just have to understand he's not going to be able to help you on defense, but you know, a, a sniper that nobody can come at, I'm good with that.
0: Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely see the potential because late mutations, bringing some support character down, that's annoying. You ghost smashing into them is going to come in handy. Um, and, and they're in the back row. Um, boosting him with Mike makes right, boosting him with great teacher and, and swinging at people is definitely going to be a problem. Cause like you say, you can't, you can't hide. This is, this is worse than stealth. Where where are you going to go? The only thing you can do is defend yourself. And if you have range, then you can finally strike back. But chances are, ghost isn't going to be attacking anybody with range. He's going to be make sure that he's going to have the advantage every single time he attacks. And if you got solo on the field or Mike makes right, now this dude is four attack, five attack, seven, eight, nine attack. You got to figure out a way to get rid of this guy. Because he can sit back and do all the heavy lifting for the team. He can do all the heavy lifting for the team by himself. Because if you got somebody like Rogue that's sitting up front or Storm that's sitting up front with, with some type of flight, you know, got a flight wall of JJ and Miss A, then now it's like, okay, when do I get to this dude? Because he's just going to be swinging on everybody whenever he feels like it, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I could, I'm definitely sure that we're going to see Ghost getting played. Definitely sure of that. So, uh, uh, the next character, Headsman, is a Hammer affiliation, three costs with flight, four three for stats, one health, and he has a superpower executioner, combat red, if Headsman is melee attacking an exhausted defender, he has Ferocious and strikes with triple his attack this combat. So, uh, Dawson, your thoughts on Headsman? <laughs> I
2: like the Headsman. I mean, it's for, for, for a red, triple attack, and I get Ferocious if they're exhausted. What is, what, is this, what this card used to be in the old game? Uh, it wasn't triple attack, but it was when attacking... Uh, an exhausted character that boot to the head, or
0: oh, I middle? know what you're talking about. Um, I, f- I forget, it did give you a lot more attack, though, just for attacking exhausted.
2: You No, I, I know
0: what Dawson's talking about.
2: Yeah, there was a card that did something similar to this, it wasn't yeah. triple the attack, but you got a decent amount of attack for attacking exhausted
0: just because character. it was exhausted. Yeah, yeah,
2: but uh, yeah, that's uh, triple the attack is. Is huge. He's taking down what's that twelve attack? He's taking yeah. down a great many people.
0: And that's just with four. you get you power him up once, he goes from twelve to fifteen attack.
2: Yeah, you, know? you mess he mess around, he's taking down Fooms, and Gilgamesh's on his yeah. own.
0: Yep. He gets one might makes right, he can take everybody down. Charlie sweep Yep. So yeah, Vern made a good point with some of this swarm stuff that's coming out. Cause somebody swing at you with foom and or, or with Gilgamesh, now they exhausted. You can sit back and say, Hey, in order for me to catch up, I need to put down a lot of characters because this is turn eight, turn nine, turn ten. We've been stalling out. We didn't we you know, we whiffed on the early game, defensive cards in the mid-game, now it's three health to three health or four health to four health. I can see somebody making a comeback with just headsman and a couple more cards being played because I can bring out a three drop. I can bring out another three drop, a five drop, something like that, and actually start doing some damage. You know, so um, headsman can can catch you up. And him having ferocious means he's going to strike. You're right. He's going to strike first. You know, so unless they have a way to defend, if his attack isn't already beyond defendable, you know, unless they have a way to defend, then he's going to strike it. He's going to stay up front, and he's going to be protecting somebody because he has flight. So, I definitely see him uh, um, seeing some play. He is situational. Obviously, it's- you don't want to put him out first. You want to make sure somebody's exhausted. You know, but I, I, I see him getting some play.
2: Question on it: What is his um, read his card again? Is just a is just a combat? His combat or, or it's his combat. His-
0: yeah, it's combat okay. red. It's not the purple symbol. It's combat okay. red. If executioner, I mean, if uh, is melee cool. attacking an exhausted defender. So you can't give him range. You have him in the back. You got to be melee attacking, and they got to be exhausted defender. You know. So yeah. Thoughts on uh Hesman, Vern?
1: burn? Time to tell y'all, swarm is here, man. That's all I got to say. That's all I have to say. He's a yeah. great card for. Well, yeah. he. He's he's much better uh, in the late game than he is in the early game, but oh, if you just sure. want if you if there's if you're playing against an aggressive deck and there's somebody that you want to take out, you got Hasman. Great yep. addition to the red team.
0: Fantastic addition. Okay, so let's move on to our next card. Uh, in the spoiler, Paladin. Paladin is hammer affiliation, three cost with range. He's uh, 6'2 for stats and 1 health. His superpower is stun gun and it's uh, I forget what this purple symbol is called. Is it any combat? No, it's not any combat because I says any combat. Basically, he can use his ability on offense and defense. It's, right. combat... it's, right, it's yeah. any
1: combat, but it's not any time combat.
0: No, no, no. It's not any combat because Emma Frost says any combat. So that means any combat on your side, on their side, is any combat. Any turn is, you know, a different thing, too. This thing, this guy is saying when he gets attacked or when he is attacking, he can use this blue.
1: Well, Any combat he's involved in.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Paladin stuns an enemy character, this combat, it can't recover until after its next recovery phase. So now that's pretty interesting, because um... If he stuns them, it's almost uh, it's a it's a blue. It's like a net launcher. It's like a net launcher that gives them a wound. You know, so um, yeah. this right here, this is this is pretty this dude is pretty good. I gotta give it to him. This is pretty good. Because all those all that flight wall people want to be sticking up, and he got six attack, he's stunning JJ, he's stunning Goblin Queen, he's stunning Miss A, he's stunning rogue, everybody you want to keep face up. He flipped this blue, they stand face down, you know, so um, uh, Vern thoughts on paladin
1: man, this card is a big deal, yeah I don't, I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know if people are really looking at it like like it is, but this card is a big deal. First of all, I love the character paladin uh period i just I've always been a fan of his because he's just uh well, first of all, we don't know much about him. You know, he's kind of an obscure character that just shows up and does some crazy mess. But I just like him because he, you know, he, he is who he is. He's shady, shady character. You don't really know if he's a good guy, bad guy, whatever. He's just a guy that's trying to get paid and do his job. Right. That's what he's doing in that game. He's just coming in here and he's dropping, uh, in a lot of cases, for your, your uh, opponent's MC level. And he's like, okay, I got six attack. I'm about to stun your – if you got a, an aggressive MC that needs to attack, yeah, I'm about to put a wound on him and stop him from attacking for a turn. So you level up. Or you got a blocker in front of you, I'm about to stop him from – stop your blocker from doing his job for a turn. I mean, this, I just love this card, man. I don't know if I'm using it, but <laughs>
0: – oh, He got a home and some decks. He definitely yeah. got a home and some decks. I can see him being a high pick in the draft with the six and range. That's for sure. For real. Yeah. So uh, Dawson, Dawson, Paladin.
2: Uh, You guys pretty much covered it, man. He's very good. That uh, net launcher for on a character with a wound is is going to be great. I don't know if it's going to exactly make net launcher obsolete,
0: but. Mm -hmm. He is a cheaper, to, yes. to some degree, hmm, it's a good question. Now that, now that we think about it, because you're paying three resource points to possibly stun somebody, whereas with Net Launcher, you got to have um, at least one resource point for the Net Launcher. And if you don't have the MC that's Predator, you got to have another character out that's Predator, and you still need a blue. So it depends on how you look at it, because Paladin can be splashed in with anybody that has Blues, but you also need pumps. And the most recent pump we got, as far as Sacred Ground, don't even work on him. Right. You know, so, um, and like I said, I mean, what? granted, great teacher uh-huh. does, latent mutation does, you know, so um, it'll be interesting to see how people play him. It'll definitely be Toss interesting to see how to play him. Toss
2: him in a team attack. It, him and, him and
0: Ghost. Him and Ghost will be taking yeah. out that front row. Yeah. You know, because Ghost is three. So team attack with Ghost and Paladin for nine. You know, that's that's gonna be a problem, especially if Rogue is sitting out front, you know, protecting these dudes. So that's that that's gonna be uh, interesting to see when uh Gen Con gets here. Now, our fourth, um not our fourth, but a four cost Support character we got next is, of course, his hammer affiliation. Scourge. He is range 2 6 for stats, 2 health. He has leader. While Scourge is team attacking, you choose who the defender strikes back against. And he has Betsy's incendiary missiles. Main blue. Burning enemy supporting character, Scourge could attack. I like that. <laughs>
1: I like that. I like
0: that. So Vern stops on scourge.
1: Um, I mean, it's it's not really much you can say. Uh, I haven't really had much uh, experience as far as the burn mechanic is concerned. In theory, it's a great mechanic. I mean, because it's in it's an indefinite effect, right? So. At, yeah. the end of, at the end of your turn, that character will be burned or whatever.
0: Yeah, they'll get stunned.
1: Take a wound, and then, right. you know, uh, it will come back if it has another, you know, another health, and then at the end of that character's turn, I mean, your opponent's turn, it will, you know, take another wound. One of the things that's really good about burn is I, that… I think
0: it only works on your side, on your turn. Oh, not, on your turn? Sure. I'm not sure, because I think Nikki clears it up, but I, I'll have to find Nikki while I okay. talk, but Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, take a look at it then I thought I thought I read something different in a group but I could have been reading something from somebody that was wrong but anyway what what I really like about it is it allows you to take out characters that might be out of hand for you like yep. it might be a character that's that's too big for you to attack okay I'll just burn you then and, and let nature take care of it <laughs> right so Very I mean it's, it's a really good effect it's another way to get around uh situations. Attack. And you know, it's character. He has two health, so he can he can do that ability twice.
0: Yep, yep. So, um, now I think about it, I think Nikki has two health too because she's the other character that burns, but she uses space to do it, you know. So, uh, yeah, Dawson, your thoughts on uh Scourge?
2: Um, I like big, the big defenses is always great with leader. It can give you uh, give you the extra two, two attack you need to get over somebody or get through somebody, mm-hmm. and you know you can direct that stun if their uh, attack isn't six. Send that mess to him, and, right? Uh, and you've uh, avoided losing the character. I mean, it's definitely yeah. So, leader has always been one of my favorite mechanics. That uh, doesn't seem to get used enough. I think we don't have enough characters with leader. Yeah, that's what I said. I that don't think it gets used, used enough. enough.
0: Oh, you mean on the cards, yeah. No, I agree.
1: Yeah.
2: Because so... that'll uh, definitely change uh how how things are going when you can direct stuns and, and wounds and attacks and stuff like that.
0: hmm No, I I definitely agree. Yeah, so um, Let me see Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't find Nikki yet and I'm not in the house Like I said, when I when I find her I'll be able to see what she say But meanwhile Moving on to Mr. X, Hammer Affiliation yeah, Five calls uh, He's 6'9 With One Health His keyword Not a super valid, a keyword I can predict your every move. While an enemy character is in solo combat with Mister X, its current attack and defense can't be higher than its printed attack and defense. So, since you you were excited about Mister X, Dawson, what's your, what's your thoughts on? It?
2: Um, Mister X during this uh, during this arc, he was one of he was one of the highlights for me in the in the comic books. I like the character. He's taken out. Wolverine, he's taking out all a lot of the great fighters because they didn't know that he's a telepath, which is why his I can predict your every move ability.
0: Gotcha.
2: Okay. And so he he's ego light is like I like to call him. He's two turns earlier than ego, and his stats are better. So you can uh, I. And at 5, 6, and 9 those are great you're going to be able to stun or get a decent attack on most people and you mm-hmm. got counters or they have counters, doesn't matter or oh, you just play at a sacred ground, it don't matter or you're not going to play at a sacred ground because it won't matter
0: gotcha, so, right, I gotcha
2: so yeah. you, you dump a, uh, a might makes right on him they got a team attacking
0: mm-hmm now correct me if I'm wrong because he's saying while an enemy character is a solo combat with Mr. X its current attack and defense can't be higher than its printed attack and defense. Oh. You can boost him. You can they boost can't them boost. Themselves. They can't boost themselves.
2: They have to do something to him. They have to lower his attack or lower his
0: defense. Interesting. Okay, I get where you're coming from. Okay. Yeah, that is a problem with him being 6'9", especially with his defense being so high.
2: At five.
0: You know, at, at five, five you're right. Yeah, exactly. Because usually that defense is for a, a seven drop or something like that. Because it's like a five that's 7'9".
1: Why is this like this? Because
0: <laughs> he's that dude.
2: Because <laughs> he is that dude.
1: I don't understand why his stats are like this. It doesn't make any sense. But oh, believe his
2: you. stats, man, his
1: to stats man, defense, pretty much ensures you have the team. Which I mean, I guess that's okay because you have to team to take him down anyway. But uh, it's a good card, man. It's, you know they got hammers coming with two really good five drops. Um. I like that if you can boost him you can pretty he can pretty much just solo whoever he goes up against and there's really nothing you can do about it unless you have a way to like hide your character or cancel the combat if he attacks somebody and he has what he needs you you just turn that character over a K KO on him pretty
0: so much yeah cuz having this dude just having him with the keyword means he's re- highly susceptible to might makes right. You want to play him, might makes right, make him um, easily 10 13, swing in the rogue, take her down a peg. And God's strength won't matter because she won't be able to use it. You know, he'll so go down, he'll, um, go, he'll still go down his
2: four. I mean, I mean I'm sorry, his two. But she won't get her she won't go up her two.
0: Not only are you you can't you can't use a plot twist on him, this is almost this is better than Combat Master, really.
2: It is Combat
0: Master. Right. It's a version of (laughs) it's a variant, it's a Combat Master variant, you know. So like I said, if somebody has a way to decrease his attack with shock, fine. But otherwise you stuck. You just gonna have to take this this wound, you know. So, like I said, this, this dude, he, he kind of a game changer for these high-defense people, you know, or people that you you put out there that you know they want to play a plot twist on somebody, and now they can't. Because, you know, we're going to see Shock. We're we going to see Fine Cover, you know, um, for some of these stall decks that we know people are going to be making. So when he comes out, I, I could definitely see him being three ofs in the deck minimum. You know, and he's gonna have some competition with Domino.
2: Dude, can you? Can you? I'm, I'm having fits trying to figure out <laughs> how to put them, how to put them in the deck together. I know. It's, it's like you got you litis. Uh, it's Steph and KD or Clay and KD. It's like we got to find some minutes for these dudes.
0: Because I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they going they gonna make me. Uh... This this whole hammer set, this hammer set is basically saying, hey, these cards are so good, we're going to force you to tear your deck apart just to retool for these characters. I didn't think they was going to be this strong or this effective at what they do, but they seriously put some questions in your mind. Like some of the decks we've been testing, it's like, okay, this is the way it runs, this is what it does. And they come out with just this one spoiler, and it's like, nah, we got to... We got to go back to the kitchen and, and cook up something <laughs> different. You know? Man, for real. I mean, because, I- cause I mean, Ghost and Paladin alone in the early game is doing some some major damage. And now you saying Mr. X is a rogue counterpart. He can get the job done against Rogue. You could just keep playing this dude. You can just keep playing him. You know, whether she – and he going to be putting a wound on her every – single chance you get. Like, you know, and, and it's just it's just gonna be uh interesting to see how this is gonna go down. Oh, you know what? My bad, Vern. Uh did you have some thoughts on Mr. X?
1: I don't even remember to, I think I talked about them. <laughs> yeah. <I don't. laughs>
0: okay. Okay, cool. So they did give us one MC, you know, out of three that we know we're getting yeah. in this next set. So let's get on to Bullseye. Bullseye hammer affiliation uh, his level 1 is range 2-5 five with 5 health. He's got perfect aim, combat red, choose a defender. Bullseye gains attack this combat until his attack is equal to that defender's defense. And his level up condition is perfectionist. He needs 3 XP. When Bullseye strikes an enemy character with attack exactly equal to their defense, he gains an XP. So, thoughts on Bullseye,
1: Vern? One of the many MCs that has a difficult level of condition. You can figure that level condition out. It's going to be a problem. Uh, so, you know, uh, ways to get, get it, uh, his effect off, you, a combination of things you can use to get its, uh, his attack equal to the defense of the character he's attacking uh, so you don't have to use those pairs of wows because right. you really want to really conserve those wows for after he levels Yeah. Uh, to make him work you gotta you gotta make some funky decks like you, <laughs> I, I really can't wait to get my hands on him and really have a chance to tinker I, I have my doubts that somebody will be able to figure him out by Gen Con but who knows we might get surprised but even yeah. like a. Like a character.
0: Yeah, it depends on what comes out uh, with this set because by the time this set ends, we'll have everything. But it'll only be, what, a week before, two weeks before Gen Con?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: So if it's two weeks before Gen Con, it's going to really be a, a hard sell to figure out um, figure this dude out, you know? So, uh, Dawson, your thoughts on uh, level one Bullseye?
2: Um, bullseye has always been a character. I wanted to make a deck, but that other uh, Bullseye, that Underworld Bullseye, trash. Uh, ass. <laughs> not trash. Trash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it, that level up is ultra difficult for the original. This yeah. one, This one is still difficult, but not as difficult to do.
0: The thing I like about this bullseye is he can work on his own. You know, like some characters, maybe you need um, uh, too many supporting characters, or maybe you need uh, too much plot twist or something like that. There's a lot of characters that have two defense. And if you put equip him with a combat master, you may be able to balance things out to have exactly what you need. The only thing I don't like is once characters start getting bigger as the game goes on, he's going to get outmatched. And trying to do the math and how much effort it's going to take to power up and latent mutation to bring them down or to good teacher or, no, that's too high an attack. That's a problem. Later in the game, it's going to be really, really hard to get the the uh, attack exactly equal. And yeah, you say, OK, well, he's just going to flip the red and match their defense. Yeah, that's fine. And then somebody's it's just going to power place. up, yep. you know, they'll just power up. So now he's one off or they'll they'll play a um, a fine cover. Now he's still off. He's off by three, you know, so. It's, um, it's going to be difficult the longer the game goes for his attack to be exactly equal to their, uh, their defense. But now let's say we do get him level up. Let's talk about level two bullseye, still hammer affiliation range. And he's four, eight, five health still. And he has the superpower. Everything's a weapon. Main phase, yellow. Put the top card of your deck into your KO pile. If it's a character, Days an enemy character. If it's an equipment, wound an enemy character. If it's a location, move an enemy character to another of its rows. If it's a plot twist, stun an enemy character. That's kind of ridiculous. Yep. Because you can definitely stack your deck to increase your odds of getting certain things to happen. Um, for example, you have a situation where. Um, He reminds me of Elsa because Elsa wanted to use Star Lord and, um, you know, agents and stuff like that to see the decks and and mill through cards and, you know, so it can work in her favor. You can definitely stack your deck to see certain things going on for that to be in your favor. So, uh, Dawson, thoughts on Bullseye? (laughs) Oh, Oh,
2: I like this. You can potentially get what? Two, possibly three, uh, mm. stuns on the MC in a turn with flipping a yellow. Because uh, you attack him, you flip a yellow, and if uh, one of those cards is, which one is it? Uh, that put you can put a wound on a character.
0: Uh, if it's an equipment wound to enemy character, there and keep in go. mind this is a main phase ability. Main so phase. he can yeah. he can use his main phase if he gets an equipment, he can give them a wound, and he can still attack. Right. You know.
2: and So, yeah, you're like you were like, talking about agents and mental calculations and Starhawk. Mm-hmm. So you can, this is a lot easier than his first uh, ability to be able to pick which you want to happen most often.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because perfect game, like I said, is, uh, I, I can see it. Going awry very very quickly. The more more cards somebody pulls, that red is going to get out of hand fast. Um, I
2: could see games where he could possibly not even level at times because it's just like you just keep missing. I mean, you got it right. Yep. Or well, they keep. Well, oh, here's a power up. Oh, here's a power up. Oh, here's a shock.
0: Whatever. Yep. And to increase your odds of being able to stun somebody, he needs to be able to attack more than once per turn. So that means. Okay, let's say uh, I'm trying to get this dude leveled up. I need Hellion in the deck so I can ready him again. I need X Factor or possibly Fight the Fine Fight so I can ready him again and give myself enough chances to get the attack right to the defense. You know, otherwise it's gonna get out of control real fast. Cause by I mean, by the time you bring out Spider Gwen, she got dodge. She got dodge and she got seven defense. Okay, so how are you getting past Spider Gwen now? You know, any character in the early game that's got dodge is, you know, that's gonna cause you some problems. You know, and he has five health. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, then you got characters that got that has range that'll be able to strike him back. You know, so that's that's gonna be a problem as well. So, like I said, uh, um, it'll be interesting to see if somebody plays him decently. Or even to uh get a solid win streak at at uh at a Gen Con. Uh your thoughts, Vern, on the bullseye level two?
1: Um, well I think Iceman is a really good MC. <laughs> oh no, oh, we're talking about bullseye, right? Bullseye. right?
0: bullseye. Bullseye.
1: I think there's a couple of I think there's a couple of uh ways you can go about where you can level you, you might be able to level him. Uh decently well enough. And I think that if you support him with uh SCs that are going to cause your opponent to have to use their whatever tricks they have to stay alive, I think it helps him even more. Yeah. And but once he levels, if you can even if you can if it takes three or four turns to level him, um, you know, the way you build your deck, I think most will most likely build their deck so that you know, he's either he's he's putting a just putting a flat out wound or direct stun on an MC. If you can build your deck to do that, I mean, it's worth the trouble. It's definitely worth researching. I yeah. think it can be done. You know, looking forward to testing and finding out.
0: He is an interesting character. He's he's a high risk, high reward character because that that wounded enemy character. That alone being able to, he because he knows it's difficult. They the designers know this dude is difficult to level up, but mainly, like I was saying with Bullseye, is um, they know it's difficult to level this guy, so they went ahead and gave us a way to play catch up, which we don't get often. So you really can't say, Oh, this dude's terrible because you still have to abide by the same rules, and now you also have to uh, use his power. No, Bullseye puts you in a position where you can easily catch up. You're already using reds and yellows in the deck. So that means you got what, Reality Gym? Is Reality Gym the one that's red? Yep. So I got, let's say I get the Bullseye level two. I haven't put any wounds on the MC, right? I can flip this yellow, possibly get an equipment in the KO pile because there's plenty of equipment that can go in there. And I might be using Preds just to get this dude uh, leveled up anyway. So, I get an equipment in the KO pile. I give a wound to my to my enemy main character. I stun the main character through attacking. I use Reality Gem to flip him back over because I got leftover reds. I'm not using. And I have another character stun that character again. I got three wounds on that character in one turn. Even if I lose reality, Jim, I caught up with just on one turn with just three wounds. That's saying a lot.
2: If you lose the reality, gem, it goes back, back in the deck, the deck, and then it possibly may come up to wound him later.
0: <laughs> but I got yellows. I might go ahead and use yep. a Wakanda to go get the reality, gym again. Anyway,
2: I was saying if it'll it'll probably come back to the top of the deck. You flip a yellow, and oh, this reality, Jim boom, put another uh, wound on the guy and it goes
0: back in the day. But that's one of the reasons why I was saying he's so self-sufficient because I can see people just using a bunch of plot twists to defend, get a fight wall going, and then using um, less characters but more stuff to get him leveled up. And once he gets leveled up, he's going to get the job done on his own. He really needs people to just keep folks off of him. We keep people off of him. He could take out. A, he could take some some six seven health MCs out in just a couple of turns. You know, so um, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what people come up with. Yeah, when we get him, it's it's gonna be a mad dash because we we're not gonna have that much time to test with him. But I I do hope someone plays him just so we could get an inkling to see what they want to do. So as a recap between the cards that we got on both of these uh, blogs, what do you think is uh, some of the best, the standout stuff that we got between the uh, Alcatraz, Mob Mentality, the support characters, and Bullseye? What do you think is the standout stuff? Uh, Vern, we'll go to you first. Uh,
1: You want me? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it's situational. I, you know, I've been saying this for a while now. I think it depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. I think that most of these cards can be really good, uh, key components of a deck, depending on what the deck is trying to do and, and, and what particular time and how it's built. Um, if I have to choose. Hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe But that's kind of you know that's that's kind of situational, so I wouldn't be able to say that. I guess the one that would probably be uh, optimally used all the time would probably be for me. Uh, Ghost, Ghost, and maybe Mister X.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, they they. That's a rough combo to get around. Even if Ghost is, is just hitting somebody in the front row, he's not even hitting anybody in the back row, team attacking with, with Paladin, that's going to be rough. And especially if somebody figures, uh, hey, I'm going to lock you down in the front row. You can't move. Or if they got some ability to yank you to the front, even if you still face down with Paladin, that's going to be rough.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be rough too.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, with Ghost not costing anything, it balances Paladin out. They don't clash. They actually work well together. Because if I got Ghost on 2 and you only got melee attacks, then I play Paladin on 3, you're in for a bad time. Very there's, bad. There's, there's no way around that. If you didn't get rid of Ghost, you in for a bad time. Because now you're telling me Turn three forward. If I don't get rid of one of these two fools, I'm going to just get cracked in the skull every single turn. And even if I can hide my character behind a flight wall, the two of them can separate. And Ghost can get pumped and still attack your main character. And then Paladin can flip the blue and stun uh, JJ. So what difference did it make that you had a flight wall? None. You know what I mean? It's it's just a bad day. <laughs> like I said, these two get on the on the field. You are about to have a bad day. Any more thoughts on uh, the releases we got so far?
2: Ah, uh, this is for this has been a pretty great set. This real uh, this hammer here expansion. Yeah. Still got to find a way. The most nerve wracking part of this is. Trying to find room for Mr. X and Domino at the same same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. But again, it depends on what you're playing. I know I need them both. <laughs> I think a lot of people are gonna play both. What's that that Dexter meme we keep seeing both on? Of, <laughs> of them. So <laughs> So like I said, um, Any any additional thoughts about um, Gen Con? Because we're still about, what, a month away?
1: We have some thoughts on Gen Con based on on these spoilers. Uh, Before those spoilers came out, I had a pretty good idea of what I thought was going to be played. And when I saw this post, uh, it was almost like... Like... Hit like hit the hit the brakes as hard as possible. Like wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I don't know if that's what's gonna be played now. Um, it's looking a little bit less a little bit less aggro focused for me because of these cards. Without getting into it, I, I feel like um, you know as good as aggro is gonna be. You know, now it looks like it's a little bit riskier to just have somebody out in front swinging all day. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be... I don't know, man. I want to see the rest of this set. (laughs) I want to see what else they got got going on. Uh, it's, It's not so cut and dry. Gen Con is looking like a bunch of chaos right now.
0: It is. Which is good. I think that's good for the meta. Because we got a, enough MCs out that are able to be a legit threat, even as a group, as we are milling through MCs, this one's good, this one's bad, this one's maybe. We we finding out different things about different MCs as we start comparing them, pairing them up with different SCs, different plot twists. Oh, now we got special locations. The game has changed. You know, you know what I mean. So, yeah. I'm I'm glad. I hope Gen Gen Con is chaos. You know, I I find it interesting if, you know, we have 40, 50 people, 60 people play, and the maximum MC we have is like three people play this one MC, three people play this other MC, and we have like an extreme amount of diversity. I think that's going to be fantastic.
2: What I'm interested in seeing seeing at Gen Con. Is the um, the content creator uh, challenge you all have going on here with the terrible MCs or whatever the, the format? I didn't mean you all. I did talking about us. You all, man. Right. You, you me on me. a podcast too? You eligible for it? I'm eligible, but I'm saying you. I'm waiting to just see what you all see or make. That's what what I'm just making sure you know. So that's what I want to. That's going to be a um, very interesting thing to see, especially when you all decide, or when it's all said and done, to uh, to actually do it.
0: Whatever day you all agree on, right, right. Get the rules, the rules down pat. Hey, what are these? What are the rules? What's the MCs? Uh, certain, you know, certain things restricted. You know that type of thing. You know, so. Uh, I think that's what I like about the group that we have. I think we've played every single MC at some point. You know, kitchen table practicing for tournaments. I think we've played every single MC. You know, um, I, 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 don't,
2: I don't recall us doing anybody doing bullseye, but I, I know every every other yeah. MC. Oh, I had not yeah. seen him. Must have yeah. missed that
0: day. So, must have been like, absent. I I honestly think we we have played every single MC. And we still build an index for MCs for this children of Adam format. So like I said, uh it's gonna be interesting to see what we have to do, like you said, in that creator format, you know. Um I, I, I hope like I said, I hope Gen Con is a bunch of a bunch of chaos. So uh final thoughts for uh, Dawson. Um
2: no you all keep testing out there and and make sure you play something diverse. Let's have some fun at Gen Con. See you there.
0: Okay, cool. So uh with that, uh we'll go ahead and wrap it up. This is your boy Cell with my co-host And Lee And Dawson. All right, and uh, we'll see you in the uh, group chat. Uh, you can always email us at Team Apex for the win. At gmail.com. That's team apex for the win at gmail.com. We'll talk to you later.